and welcome to this week's edition of Girls No Filter. I'm here, Jess Wright, and I'm with my besties again. It's Kelly. Hi. And Gabs. Hey. We are here again with lots of goss and we've also got a very, very special guest this week. A very, very good friend and an amazing, amazing person who is in my industry and we just love her. Before we introduce her, girls, what's been happening? So what's been happening with me? I mean, to be honest, not an awful lot since we last spoke. <laughs> um, <laughs> we can't do anything anymore. Life has taken a turn for the worst. Yeah, um, yeah social life's pretty quiet. We can't do much. I'm like just doing my sort of walk through the baby and stuff and just getting out every day. But other than that, there's really not an awful lot to look forward to. And I'm feeling a little bit down. How is Ottilie with her new ride? That me she and Gab's absolutely got her. loves her new ride. She loves Does her she little still love it? that he bought her. <laughs> and yeah, she's just entertaining me. She she's keeping my spirits up because other than her, it's it's like when you've just got nothing in the diary, which it doesn't happen very often for me. But at the moment, we can't really put anything in because no one really knows what what we're going to be doing and stuff. So it's all just a bit weird, isn't it? But. The season's turning and it feels like autumn's right properly here. And I I get a little bit like fed up around this time of year anyway. Loads of people get excited about it. The only thing I get excited about. I know, you two love it. The only thing I get excited about is Christmas, but the season turning, I don't like because I don't really like long, drawn out winters and I, I get panicking we've had a good be... summer though we've had a good year of weather we've got to admit that that's the one thing 2020 has brought us is amazing weather but I just like want it to continue and I don't want to ever let go of that and I still want to have my legs out and I still want to feel tanned and I still oh, want to like get your legs out sit honey. in the garden we're not complaining yeah. I get cold I get cold just in the old age <laughs> <laughs> I've got like thick thermal socks on at the moment I've got a yeah, vest on I've got, and I'm inside the house I've got layers I've got jumper I'm actually in my pajamas <laughs> underneath all this so am I so know. am I I am so ready to put my Christmas tree up so I'm thinking November like mid-November it's going up maybe even the beginning of November fuck it it's year 2020 we can do what the hell we like now <laughs> when it comes to in our houses because we can't do fuck all outside of our houses <laughs> my Christmas tree is going up well George and I oh. we walked along this street and i'm not joking two or three houses had their christmas tree and lights up no stop it you're joking no not joking just for no. the, just just for the listeners we're recording this on september the 25th you are joking no 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 i'm not and well it was like tuesday night or something so even earlier but i at first i went to george what the hell and then i thought actually no do you know what good for them I thought, good for them for bringing a bit of cheer into their lives. No, that's a, a bit much. That's a bit much. Come on. Oh, right. You know me, I'm like the Grinch, I love I? Christmas, but there's other things to be doing. Like if you want to just have lights up and celebrate at home, just like put a little, like some balloons up and a party vibe. You know, you don't have to actually put Christmas tree up. <laughs> that's no, a bit much. pure Christmas tree and proper Christmas lights. Well, I have a and real tree, so mine would literally be one twig at the end of it, like by Christmas day. <laughs> I've actually called my- it. I'm going to do it on the 1st of November. Fuck it. That's two full months. Do you know what? It's such an effort to put my tree up because it's so big and oh, wonderful. The amount of decoration. You have the most the decorations. Tree, so I I'm just know. like, I might as well get the most of it. I'm not counting it for 30 days now no I'm doing it for 60 days of this year it's been a shit year and I can't wait for it to end <laughs> oh I can't wait to see it I, get more I hope we're allowed around oh, oh you yeah, will be good point I get more annoyed about the supermarkets putting their Christmas stuff in because 
It's just temptation aisle, isn't it? Like you walk down that... Se- Nothing gives me greater pleasure than walking down the seasonal aisle in a No, see, I, that, that I don't, it doesn't bother me, but I would never, ever buy something now for Christmas. Then again, if there was a nice decoration, I, I probably would. Well, Jessica, we know you would, you Kel. You've queen made your of own. Decorations. You would pick up a decoration <laughs> in February if you saw it and you liked it. So don't even Can I ask you a serious there? question and will you be honest with me as my best friends? Go on. What, darling? Is my Christmas tree too OTT or is it amazing? <laughs> Your Christmas tree is amazing. I okay, think it's fine. fabulous, but I wouldn't have it in my house. Am Why? Because I, I, I go very minimal. Okay, well then, fuck you. I love my tree. I, I get tree envy of yours, Jess, every year. And when I decorate my tree, I, I have Kelly's your tree in my mind. Because she's the hostess of the mostess and I'm actually beating her on the old Christmas yeah, tree Yeah, I'm vibe. just really jealous. <laughs> no, I, you know me. Like I, I, do different, I do something different usually most years, but I do, I've just done lights one year on my tree. What? Um, another year I've just oh. done bows, like ribbons that I've tied round. Another year I've done just like some simple baubles, right. but I this don't... This year I want your tree to like Santa spewed up on it. Yeah, but then Ottilie's going to be pulling everything down. This is okay, the so year just I don't use just go... the two... Oh, shit, That she is can't... a good point, Actually, yeah, what do you do with a baby when they can pull themselves up on a tree? Uh, you, you put like a perimeter around it, I think, like a, like <laughs> a little fence something. You put a something. shock electric fence around it. <laughs> 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 but honestly, uh, it's like I'm, I'm, at the moment I'm going through the stage where people say, "Oh, you're going to have to start baby-proofing the house." She's she's now crawling, and I'm like really resistant and really reluctant to start like taking away furniture or putting like like plastic corners on things and all that kind of shit. So I'm like, no, standing my ground. And then my lovely big, huge, beautiful candle got pulled off the other day, and then she, I came in to find her with the. Um, the room spray in her mouth and yeah like all the, I mean I sound like a terrible don't parent. worry don't worry when I was a baby my mum found me done. standing in the toilet so oh, <laughs> nothing she, could be worse than that she frequently like tries to climb into the toilet but yeah like all of a sudden yeah you've got to start thinking about like changing around baby the whole proofing. house yeah oh, just boring. not to dismiss it you said a couple of minutes ago that you've been feeling really down is it just a change in season do you think oh yeah no I don't I haven't been feeling really down to, like it for anyone to worry about I always always I really don't like winter I'm not one of those people that really gets the only thing I get excited about when it turns a bit cool is thinking Christmas is around the corner but this year I don't feel like I'm ready for it because I don't feel like we've done anything. Yeah, this but year. how exciting that Ottilie's going to be able to actually know what presents she's getting this year. I so know, but because we don't know if one. we're going to be able to celebrate with anyone, it just all yeah. feels like there's a black cloud over us. And I don't know. I just feel a bit like down about that. But I'm, I'm absolutely fine, really. Like, and I'm, I'm in a very fortunate position. I feel like I have days like everyone else. This year's been like bloody crazy, hasn't it? So no, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm absolutely fine. But I just feel a bit panicked about the fact that autumn winter is like setting in and I'm not like you, you want to get the year over with Gab but I'm not ready for the year to end you must look forward to the fashion though Kel autumn winter fashion oh, it's the I best. am obsessed with autumn winter fashion went shopping to Zara yesterday and I was like a kid in a sweet shop I was like oh my favorite me I've too. done a little bit of shopping, but even that's not really got me excited this year. No. Really, babe? Well, no. I've got something that is going to excite you, and that is our next guest. Yay! So this week, I am so excited for our guest. She is probably the most, ex- well, one of the most exciting girls in the industry that we can have on today. She's a very good friend. She's lovely. She's funny. She's hilarious. She's beautiful. 
and she's got some lungs on her. I'm so happy to have the gorgeous Scarlett Moffat. What an Welcome, Scarlett. <laughs> oh, I mean it, my darling. How are you? I'm good. I'm with you, lovely lot. I've got a Copperberg gin in us. I'm excited. Lovely. <laughs> Copperberg gin, like a cider gin. I love that. Because then it doesn't taste like you're properly drinking alcohol, but you still feel the effect. Yeah, right, perfect. okay. I'm the type of person that, like, when I buy wine, I just... Find the cheapest bottle with the highest percentage. (laughs) (laughs) And then just neck it as quickly as you can. Girl after our own heart. Scarlett, we often have this chat like when we get together for the first five minutes of Girls No Filter and we're always debating feeling guilty or not feeling guilty about having a drink every single night. So what's like your consumption habits? Do you drink every night? Have you always got a drink in hand? Save it for certain days? You know what? I don't really drink that often, which is why I get drunk very easily. So I'm making out like I'm a hardcore drinker there, but... Genuinely, if I say I'm going to have a glass of red wine with me meal, my boyfriend starts going, oh, are you sure? Because yeah. <laughs> I end up like being stood on the chair dancing by like 9pm. Oh, Scar- Scarlett is a great drunk and I feel like I'm quite a good drunk. And we have learned that recently because, of course, we've just done Celebrity Karaoke Club together. And my God, was it fun and were we pissed? I mean, Scarlett, how insane. I'm going to I'm going to throw it out there. I think that was the funnest show. Actually, I know it was the funnest TV show I've ever done. Hands down. I think it was the first ever time we all met each other. Obviously, everyone was a little bit nervous because we didn't really know if people were going to be like taking the karaoke serious or if people were just going to be having a laugh. Like a whole bottle of tequila went in about half an hour. We we did. So we started it off. Like everyone was really nervous and then we all kind of had to do that opening song and then we went straight to the bar. And David, I mean, absolutely fucking love him. So hilarious. He was like, right, let's do two tequila shots each. And I was like, (laughs) fine. So we did two (laughs) tequilas each to set, like to do it. So we were just like, to kick things off. Yeah, we, it we did. It did just look like a really good night out. The first show was just like looked like you were just all like on a big fun night out together. It was brilliant, and we were like flies on the wall. I forgot that we were being filmed so many times. I had to keep reminding myself, being like, "Oh yeah, my mum and dad's gonna see this." <laughs> and it's very big. It was very like Big Brother slash singing contest. And like so many people have said to me since watching it, I wish that like that place existed for us to actually go on a night out I was like well it does it's a karaoke bar but it's even better because it's like you've got the bar you kind of help yourself to drinks I mean it was just a dream amazing I'd like to go there for a night out is it open no it was a studio but I mean it's just it was just the best fun ever wasn't it Scarlett but the the next like five weeks are gonna just be epic like just keep watching oh I'm really honestly it it. sounds sad but the funnest like other than the karaoke show the funnest thing I've ever done I was the fairy godmother in a panto in Cinderella. I kept asking for more lines, for more songs. And they were like, normally people just want the minimum. I was like, I'll be in every scene if I can. Oh, that would be Gab's dream as well. The fairy godmother in a panto. So really performing, Scarlett, is like your... But you were a dancer growing up, right? An amazing ballroom dancer. I think it's something that not a lot of people know. But yeah, I danced for... Oh, it would have been like 22 years I danced oh for. God. I did ballroom and Latin. Yeah, it was amazing. Did you think that would be the, the direction you go in then? 
Yeah, so I went to university to do primary school teaching. And so I didn't know whether I wanted to be a primary school teacher or a dance teacher. And then now I just like, do, I don't even know what my job is now. What is our yeah. job? <laughs> I don't know. When you, you fill in a form, what do you write? I'm always like, do you know what I just put? TV. I don't yeah. even put TV personality. T- I'm just like, TV. I <laughs> they're probably like, what? Sweet. Oh, do you? Yeah. I just like if them. I meet people on holiday or if people like literally don't like know who I am, I always just say I'm an accountant. <laughs> no yeah, one asks questions <laughs> when you say you're an accountant, do they? I always make no. up something different, but I never ever say like I'm in the public eye because I think that's the last thing I want to say right now. So yeah, I can't even remember what I say. I think I say something. Oh, I know what I say. I say I work in television behind the scenes. That's exactly what I say. I normally say that, but I mean, it's... Yeah, if you say you're an accountant, you've definitely killed the conversation yeah. dead there, haven't you? <laughs> oh, I love, I love maths. No offence to all the accountants. Oh, yeah. yeah. No offence if you love numbers. <laughs> oh, God. But Scarlett, so can we go back to Gogglebox? Because I'm a massive, oh. massive, keen Gogglebox fan. I always have been since day one, to the point where I got really upset when the, the narrator passed away. I was like, oh, my God, that's, like, tragic. Like, it, it was awful. But, I mean, what a show. Like, it was just, it's just such easy viewing, but amazing. Uh, that was a favour to a friend. So it was never the plan to be on telly. But my friend Tommy rang us and was like, oh, I've got this new job as a researcher. I thought he meant as a scientist. I was yeah. like, oh, <laughs> what are you researching? And he was like, no, it's like a TV term. I'm trying to sort of cast this show. And I was like, right, what's the show? And he went, you watch the telly? Yeah. No, that's it. And I went, bloody hell, Tommy, they'll make programmes about anything these days, people watching the telly. So I rang all my friends to try and see if I could find anyone who would audition for this show. And literally everyone was like, it sounds shite. So trying to be nice, I was like, oh, well, we'll audition for you, but we don't actually want to be on the show. He was like, no, no, it's just a favour. So at the time, my mum was working at Burton's. I rang my mum. I was like, take an extended lunch break, mum, because we're going to do this little audition for Channel 4. And she thought I was taking the piss. But then when (laughs) she got there, there was like a crew there. And then we had to sort of just talk about celebrities. And then the next day, they were like, oh, yeah, we want you on the show. And so it was really like a really quick turnaround and we got 50 quid and a free takeaway. So we were like, well, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, it really is one of the most amazing jobs paid to just sit and watch TV yeah. with your family eating snacks. I love it. It's like one of those programs when when, I'm, when me and my partner are in bed and we're flicking through and there's nothing on. Well, not, not just because there's nothing on. I also watch the prime time nine o'clock one. Yeah. But, you know, like it's always our safety. We're like goggle box, goggle box. And it's it? just like, yeah, yeah we love yeah, it. It's such really, good entertainment. There yeah. is always a goggle box on. Yeah, yeah it, is great. it is brilliant. And you've come such a long way since then, haven't you? I mean, it's been like a big journey for you. Do you look back and think like, how did all that happen? A little bit, because I was, I mean, I'm 30 in three weeks' time. Oh, uh, wow. (laughs) And then um, I started on Gogglebox when I was 22. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. Like, so it's just such a long space of time and, like, my little sister's only 14 and I always find it strange because she can never remember me doing anything but TV. Oh, my God. And she, when she was, like, little, she just thought that everyone... Everyone did it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember hearing a conversation that she was having with a friend, Lexi, and she was like, so what do your family do on TV? And I had to explain, like, oh. no, not every family oh. is on telly. It's like... Yeah, we. I, I remember we had this chat 
at karaoke club Scarlet, didn't we? We've both got sisters with the same age difference. So pretty much, uh, yeah, Tally's 20. No, I was 15 when Natalia was born. And you, is that right? The same difference? 15, yeah. Yeah. Bless. It's so sweet. It's lovely having a sister that age though, isn't it? As you get older, you'll find you get so close. I can't wait until she's 18 so I can take her. I know that's wishing like years away, but I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah, no, she'll be your best friend, literally. We'll be your best friend. So what are your plans for your 30th? Have you got celebrations in mind or are are you going out with a bang? I mean, with five people. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually had to celebrate it last week because Boris made the announcement of only six people. So I literally pulled together a party in like 12 hours. No way. Yeah, I saw it. And had like singers on and my auntie made the buffy for me because we were just like, I managed to somehow get a cake. My mum sorted all that out. But yeah, because I just wanted to celebrate something but I'd been oh it's so sad I've been organizing my birthday since January I was like oh yeah but we all do for our 30th it's such a big yeah. one yeah Kelly organizes Christmas in March so don't worry about <laughs> yeah. that but I'm just going to be 29 oh, for another year and then celebrate it next year yeah oh, it's yeah, like my mum's 60th nice. was meant to be last month and we've had to postpone it so we're now like right for your 61st we're going to do the gigantic party we had planned and she's like all yeah. right Jess I just <laughs> yeah. can't believe that your mum is 60. Like, she oh, just looks 20. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell her you said She'd that. She'd love though. you for that. that. She's beautiful. Oh, she thank is. you, sweets. Yeah, she's 60, 60 years young, as I said, said to her last week. We had a lovely time celebrating. But, yeah, it's just crap at the minute. And, the, like, the whole... I'm not going to bring the tone down, but, like, the whole wedding's for 15 people. I mean... It's just crazy, isn't it? And it's like that's good. Like I said to I said to my mum, I think it would be quite nice to just because then you don't have to don't have to invite a thousand down your guest list. But how do you how do you tell people they're not invited? How do you like go through that list and go, you haven't made the cut? Do you know what? My mum has always said, if you've got more friends that can fit in a car, you've got too many. So luckily for me, (laughs) I don't have a very I don't have a lot of people, so fifteen would be fine for me. <laughs> Scarlett well, was so cute at karaoke. She grabbed, she grabbed me. She's like, Jessica. She's like, Show me the ring. <laughs> I was like, yeah. She was like, Oh my god. <laughs> so Scarlett, you are in a happy relationship, though, aren't you? Yeah, I th- and like for the first time ever. But honestly, Jess, I do not know how you even wave at people because that ring looks so heavy. It is huge. Oh. <laughs> Oh, don't. I did very well, bless him. He is a sweetheart, he really is. I did say to you, didn't I, Scarlett, we're going to meet our ones and we both have, thank God. Well, I think I think yours is the one. It's a lovely story, your 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 situation, it really is. What's the story? Known each other since we were, like, 18. And then we, we sort of, like, you know when, like, if I was in a relationship, he would be single and then if he was single, I'd be in a relationship. He's a police officer. And um, we bumped into each other again because he came to do a job on my house and uh, and my friend Liam was here and I was like, oh, he's really fit, isn't he? And I was like, oh, it's Scott. Oh, my God. Didn't know that. Bit. I was trying to flirt with him, but obviously, like, he's at work, isn't he? So it's a bit unprofessional. So I was like, oh, I'm not getting a, <laughs> I'm not getting a vibe from him that he's flirting back. And Liam was like, do you not think it's just because he's at work? I was like, oh, maybe it is. And then we bumped into each other again and then I actually commented on his Facebook, which is really sad, a picture of him and his dog. And I was like, oh, cute. And the dog 
proper flirting. I was throwing my best moves out there. And he wrote back saying, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so then I just messaged him saying, are you taking the piss? And he was like, no, I, I just, I don't really know how to flirt. I was like, all oh, right, because I thought, and then I just asked him if he wanted to go on a date. I was like, do you want to just go on a date, Scott? That is so cute. So did you ask oh, him out? I love that. Because he was just going to take too long. Facebook like, as well, too. so old school. I know. I know it is, isn't it? But so cute how you've been friends for so many years and now you're you're with each other. And I think I think you're like me, Scarlett. You've not had a great run of relationships, have you? Well, I don't think any of us. Well, actually, no, you girls haven't been so bad. I don't know, it's I've funny had some clangers. You say that. <laughs> <laughs> had some what? I've had some clangers over the years, oh, I think. I know. God, that's that. what I mean. Like you, you would think that about yourself, Gab. I would think, oh, I've not like I had the easiest run. I was single for a very long time. But you always look at other people's situations and circumstances and think, like, oh, they've they've had it easy or like yeah. they've been all right. And you know, it's actually, just, I think it's look, hard we're when you're in the public eye happy. as well. Like w- bit being in the public eye, like me and Scarlett, you 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 get it kind of, not only are you going through it, but everyone else is watching. So it's just shit. But um, I'm so happy for us. I know, I <laughs> Without sounding <laughs> smug. So happy I'm for so us. so happy. One thing I wanted to ask you just on this topic is obviously you were like, Kate, you didn't set out to be famous. That wasn't the plan. It just kind of happened to you. How do you deal with scrutiny? Like we talked to Jess about this on like almost a daily basis. It's like, how do you, how is your mental health? Do you cope quite well with it? Does it sometimes really affect you? Like what are your kind of coping mechanisms? How do you find it? If you were to ask us this two years ago, it would be a completely different answer because I've sort of, in the very beginning, like when I came out of, um, I always call it the jungle, but it's not even in the jungle this year. I'm a celebrity. I think because I won and that was my first sort of spout of like, I hate the word fame, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 totally. Everyone was so nice. I'd not had any sort of like anything bad written about us or and everyone was lovely. But what I found is I was sort of built on a pedestal and then all of a sudden I was shot down and I was like, oh, this isn't very this isn't very nice and I didn't know what to do and I found myself sort of trying to be a person that I wasn't with the way that I looked and I remember cutting all my hair off into a bob and not wearing fake tan and yeah we've all been there yeah really trying to sort of be who I thought putting on a facade yeah. to, to 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 live up to what you've you, you you're known as totally totally yeah here, and I know. thought oh well if I if I do everything that they say in then I won't get called as much, I won't get bad press, I won't get nasty comments. But then I quickly realised that then you're just... Not being yourself. Yeah, my mum just sat me down and was like, Scarlett, it doesn't matter about the people that don't like you, be too busy loving the people that do love you to even worry about those. And my dad Mm. always says... um, Bullies are like sandpaper. The more they wear you down, the more polished you become. Ah, that's a great saying. That's that's so cute. Now, I'm just in such a good place and I can't like pretend that sometimes the comments like don't hurt my feelings, but I just always feel a bit sorry for people. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) I feel like we've both been through that kind of, like obviously in different ways, but the, the rise and the fall of that horrible kind of, feeling subjective to being like a certain way and then we've both like I noticed it in you when I saw you Scarlett at, at the uh, karaoke thing like 
so much more chilled and relaxed in yourself and like I feel like I am as well and we've both met our life partners hopefully yours is your life partner too I think he is mm. and then <laughs> I just think that when you do finally just learn to love yourself for who you are and be like fuck everyone else I am who I am and this is who I am and I'm going to be myself and get on with my life that's when you meet the one because you're just so chilled you kind of draw them in yeah, yeah. I've always said, that's said it, this because I think the thing is, everybody thinks since I've met Scott, I've become this more confident person. But it's actually the reason why I've met Scott is because yeah, I became yeah. that confident person yeah. before. And I realized that I didn't actually need to be anything other than myself to be happy. And so, like, if you are single, honestly, like, you just need to, like, realize that that's because that's what where you're meant to be right now I think especially I get a lot of people messaging who were 30 or are coming up 30 like me and they're like oh you know when I was 25 I had this life plan and having kids by a certain age in my own house and a partner and it hasn't happened and I'm like that's because you can't just look at everyone else's timeline and put yourself on that it's different for everyone yeah, yeah. Uh, one of our friends says that, doesn't she, about time and expectations of being at a certain place by a certain time. I think that's so true. But also, Scarlett, you have to remember, you said, like, you know, you learned to love yourself, but y- you didn't need to be anything else but yourself yeah. to be happy. But also, you don't need to be anything else but yourself to be loved because the reason you won the jungle, which is completely stripped back, completely ripped yeah. bare, that yeah. the winners come out of that for for your soul and your personality, right? And that's why you won it because th- the there's no win there's no yeah. frills on that show. You know, you're not kind of yeah. doing it based on your dancing skills, like dancing on ice or Strictly or whatever. You're doing it. It's you're displaying your raw soul for the world to see, yeah. and everyone loved it so much that you won the show. So that's oh, you know that should. But it's true. That is, you don't so need, true. yeah. But as well, when someone brings out the best in you and, you and you're totally fully yourself, which I totally am around my partner, that for me, like, was the biggest life lesson because before I'd be like, oh, I need to look, look a certain way for him or, like, behave a certain way. I need to be a bit cooler. I need to be this. Actually, no, the person who's going to love you for who you are and who you're meant to be with is someone who can, is, is loves everything about you organically and just the way you are. And if you can be yourself fully around them, then that is the biggest sign, I think. Definitely. Definitely, especially like if they can still love you when you're like farting on and then you smell yeah. of like digestive biscuits where you put your fake tan on. I mean, that is true love. Oh, 100%. I mean, they might still love you, but they always comment on you smelling like digestive biscuits, don't they? Like every time Definitely, I put my fake tan on, Warren has to say, you smell like you smell like biscuits or like, yeah, curry. like roast chicken or, and I'm like, all right, but I'm going to look better for it, mate. All right. <laughs> you won't be complaining when I put my LBD on tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it's funny though, because obviously you two being in the public eye, like, although what you're saying about being confident in yourself and, and now feeling like, you know, you love yourselves and, like you've got partners who love you and and you're sort of happy and confident you do still have that constant pressure and like for us Gab we don't have that need for like validation if you like our validation probably comes from family and friends but I yeah I wonder if you feel that as much like trying to sort of prove yourself or impress your family and friends as much because you're in the public eye, so you feel like you've got to do it for them. Do you know what I mean? Or do you do it more? Does that make sense? See, Mm. I always think I'm a bit like Miley Cyrus. I've got the best of both worlds because I live up north, so I'm very much like 
Scarlet with no makeup, no bra, walking me dog in me wellies when I'm up here and no one really gives a shit about us. As in like, they'll be like, oh yeah, that's Scarlet walking a dog. Yeah. Yeah. But when I go to London, it's all like jazz hands, get my hair and makeup done. And I think that that's when I feel like I've got to make sure that I'm being the funnest version of me or like, but I, I feel like, I know this sounds awful, but I don't really feel a need to be validated by anyone anymore because I just think, well, if you don't like us, just don't Fuck watch off. us, yeah? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> like, people will watch my whole Instagram video, say if I'm doing a makeup tutorial and they'll go, that was shit. You've just spent 10 minutes of your time. I haven't forced <laughs> you to. You've yeah. chose to do that, hon. Like, no, just if you don't like me, um, just do no, something I'm... else. <laughs> I'm really feeling the pressure of Instagram at the minute. I don't know why I go in waves where I don't feel it at all and then I really do. And it's so, it's like a constant, not rat, rat race. Like, it is like a rat race. It's a constant kind of... Oh, I need to provide content, but then I need to provide content that gets good likes. And then, like, it's just, so, it is oh, an ongoing, like, Honestly, battle. the pressure not even in the public eye of Instagram is enough for somebody to handle, let alone being in the public eye. I don't know how. I don't really, really, honestly, I hand in my heart, don't know how you do it. It no. must, that app must like fucking burn a hole through your heart every day. Like It is a very competitive there. kind of, yeah, like daunting Ooh. world, isn't it? But again, like I can switch off from it and just be like, whatever, which is good. Would it be I wonder lovely if, if you'll get to the next um, milestone, like 40. I know we don't like to talk about reaching 40, but I wonder no, if... No, we don't. When we get there, you, you're like, well, I'm sure your attitude will change even again, you know, and you'll be even more so like, you know, that you don't give a shit about people's opinions or that you care more or, you know, but yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it will go in that direction. Like, see, but it's, sometimes it... Instagram's nice because you get to see people being nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Twitter, Twitter's evil. I don't know. Who, like, that is just like, it scares me, Twitter. I don't ever read anything on there. But like Instagram, sometimes it's nice because you feel like a community. I think especially yeah. when I've been like stuck in the house and like Scott's been at work because he's worked the whole time and I haven't like been doing much during the first part of like this year. It was nice because I felt like I was still being sociable even though I was just sat in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> so so you've managed to stay fairly busy recently because obviously you've done the karaoke show. But then, so you're saying you had a fairly quiet first part of the year is that quite nice like with your job now to like have like ebbs and flows a little bit and like yeah to not be full on all the time and constant and like you're saying you live up north so it's like a slow, slower pace of life and I guess when you're not working or like on switched on you must feel like it's maybe quite nice to have that balance because I'm normally down London about three times a week and and we were just filming from the house or me and Scott have like a conspiracy theory podcast and we recorded that from the house and stuff. So it was just weird not being on trains or, or in cars and stuff. And I I don't know, it was it was nice at first, but then I started to like... Yeah, you get the... Ang crazy yeah. And also you get like, I need to work, I need to work because our industry is so like, one day you could be doing a shoot, the next day you're up somewhere else doing an appearance that's or on TV and doing a karaoke show like it's always crazy and up and down but you yeah it's it's I've had jobs since I was 14 like my first ever job was putting sweets in picking mixed bags I've just never not worked <laughs> yeah we're, we're the same don't worry we've had our fair share I could 
yeah, I could Waitrose being one of them. Pop, remember me, me and you, Gab, being pot girls at that bar because we were we too young it, though, to work really, behind. Didn't we, Jess? Are you joking? Well, we hated it, but there was a good side of it, as in we got to flirt our way through the crowds a little no, bit. No, no, <laughs> you've got the worst memory, Gab. We used I did. To, we used to meet. <laughs> I did. We used I to meet in the shed. Days. I loved my job as a pot girl. We used to meet in the shed to get to to get the new drinks in inverted commas and stand there for five minutes sweat dripping down our faces saying to each other we can do this we're going to get through it it's going to be fine <laughs> it's worth the 40 quid probably not even 40 quid I imagine maybe 30. That's a question do you get asked that all the time because I always get asked like on interviews like oh do you find it hard to trust friends and stuff and I'm like no because I've known them forever. <laughs> yeah so. there's like yeah, seven yeah. of us that we've been friends since we were seven and we're just like thick as thieves but you do meet new friends along the way. Like that's one thing I've learned getting older as well. Like how we used to be so territorial. Like it's just us seven. No one else yeah. is coming in. And and then like <laughs> was the worst. Yeah, she was the worst. And then she met a whole new group of friends. We were like, oh really? But <laughs> yeah, like I I love the fact that the that's what life has taught me a little bit as well. That as you get older, you do meet new people, and that's an amazing thing about life. Like I love meeting new people that have an impact on my life, and I'm like. I didn't, you weren't in my life last year, but I'm so glad you're in it now. Like that kind of vibe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly, you're like, you are aesthetically very beautiful, but Aww. like, even on the inside, like you're so funny and lovely and kind. Like, oh, bless honestly, you. like. Stop trying to steal our friend, Scarlett. <laughs> I've yeah. already got him. <laughs> <laughs> Scarlett, obviously Karaoke Club is on right now, but is there any other, like in terms of reality shows like Strictly and Dancing on Ice and all of them, is there a show that you would love to do one day? Obviously you conquered the jungle. Is there a show that you've always thought I'd love to do that? Honestly, I'm not even just saying it. If ever you read any interviews, I always say I'd love to be an extra on TOWIE. Even if I was just <laughs> buying a cup of coffee in the background, I'd love to just walk in and just like oh casually Stop. get a drink and be like, oh, hi, yeah, it's all right, and then walk out. <laughs> I'll just come for lunch with us in Brentwood or Bacchus Hill and you'll just yeah. be on the back in the background yeah. somewhere. On that note, imagine um, Gogglebox shows them watching Karaoke Club. That'll be fucking hilarious and so weird for you as well. Oh, yeah. I like it when they watch stuff that, like, I'm on. Because I find it funny because I always think it's, like, come full circle. Yeah, I feel like mad. the world's almost going to implode on itself because, like, I'm watching them watching telly of me on the telly of what I used to be doing on the telly watching telly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is too much. That is oh, too my much. God. It's so hard to get your head round, isn't it? Oh, I love Gogglebox. There's something really special about Gogglebox. Like, every time I watch it, I'm either in tears like from from emotion or laughter, like one or the and other. It's so informative as well. Like I, it gives you the best bits of some of the best shows, and I'm like, I'm watching that now, or like Blue Planet, and I'm like, I learn things. TV Guide, because I'm like, yeah, that looks a bit shit. Oh, that looks yeah. really good. I'll I'll put that on my planner. Yeah. Also, can I ask? I've always wondered this. I don't know if you're allowed to say, and if you're not, then fine. How do they do they film it like in one massive chunk, and you just sit and watch it like? recorded or do you watch it live so what they do is you have an actual like camera crew in your house but they're like in another room so for us they were in the dining room and then all the cameras would be like with us and then literally we would just watch telly 
So then they would be like, right, we're going to watch the next show now. Then we would watch it. So it was almost all pre-recorded. Yeah, like, so then like, if we oh, didn't, so didn't get watch to it live. watch it all in one day, then we'd film a second day as well. So it was a, it was a lot of telly watching. Uh, it must have been yeah. like hours and hours. My God. Especially when we had to watch like, a, a, I always say a film. film. Like if we watch a film... <laughs> It's just on film. forever. <laughs> film. Film. It's on forever, isn't it? It's on for like yeah. one hour 40. Oh, no. And the most awkward bits is when there's a sex scene and you're sat with your mum and dad. Oh, oh my <gasps> God. Horrendous. We once That's had to watch like... this programme about dogging. <gasps> what? I think I watched no. that, actually. <laughs> Where they all had owl masks on. You could still see who it yeah. was. If you knew them people, you'd be like, it's Dave with a, with an owl mask on. <laughs> <laughs> it's Dave the neighbour with a fucking mask yeah, on. Yeah, they were fooling me one. Is that you, Dad? <laughs> so not only is that like one of the weirdest programmes on TV, a programme about dogging, then one of the weirder programmes is watching people watch the dogging yeah, programme. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean... I remember my dad going, what are they doing? And I was like, oh, for God, I'm not explaining. I was like, Mom, oh, no. you can explain. I'm not explaining what dogging is to me, Dad. That's that is oh, too God. much. <laughs> I can't. Like my family is such prudes, so I can't. I can't even. I've never even spoke to my mum about the birds and the bees, really, like ever. I haven't. I just no, like, so and like I'd either I sit on my phone or I'd be like. Or I'd be like, oh, I need the toilet now. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> the crew of Gogglebox must have thought I had like a UTI because the amount of times <laughs> when a sexy was on, I'd go up the toilet. I was back and forth, back and forth, honestly. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, it's, my God. It's so awkward, isn't it? That whole fucking situation. So is it just you and your sister, Scarlett? Yeah, so, so I, I must have been that think... much of a nightmare. My mum and dad decided to wait 15 years until he had another well, one. I was going to say as well, maybe that's got something to do with, I know that it's not the same situation for you, Jess, but maybe that's got something to do with you not having those open discussions with your parents about sex and everything. Because No, my my mum and dad are just such prodes. Like, they just, yeah. I always remember when I was... um. In year seven, we got to send this letter home and my mum and dad had to sign it to say that I could have the sex education talk. And oh, so yeah. my mum did actually sit us down and explain about like eggs and sperm and stuff. And I remember coming home going, like they literally just said that this little tadpole fertilised the egg and you've told me everything and it's disgusting and I never <laughs> want to look at this again. Because my mum had actually explained. And they just showed us a video of a man on a lilo and then a woman with a swimming cap on. And that was our sex education. No. Oh, my God. Oh, it is so true, though. The first time you learn about it, you do come home and you look at your parents so differently, don't you? You look at them with disgust. No, I used to, like, if if my mum and dad kissed, not that they ever would, I'd be furious. But, like, stop kissing now. Hated it. Yeah, you had a real thing about it when we were younger, didn't we, Jess? You did that to have me. Yeah, I had I had major issues with it. It was whenever we up. stayed, at, whenever I slept at yours, Jess, you would always make your mum and dad have the door open, didn't you? Like you always oh, just made them years, crack the door I was open. Like, Leave your door open. I had like real issue with it. Yeah, you did. It's really weird. No, it's just you crumbly. must have seen something as a young girl and forgotten it, and it scarred you. I, I think it's just because it's like your mum and dad, isn't it? And they're the yeah. purest people that you know. Like they're like yeah. your angels. And then to think, no, uh, I, I know. And then like also, like, I, I hated animal me. sex. Yeah, like even animal sex. Like, I hate it. I'm like, oh, I'm a bit fed up with it now. But back in the day, I used to be like, I can't animal watch it. I can't watch sex. it. Where are you at to be watching all this animal sex? <laughs> yeah, I'm better with it now. David Amber on a Monday night. <laughs> Gab, did you just say that you caught your parents at it? 
I heard them once. And you the sound... called me on the phone, I remember Did it. Did I? Yeah, you were like crying. I was like, it's okay. They're probably not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, they definitely were. The sound haunts me to this day. It, I can remember the sound exactly. The sound? And it sends shivers down to my feet. I can't bear it. <laughs> Surely they didn't make sound. It's horrible. It is not nice. That is not nice. It's just gruesome. But then that's how we got here. Like we can't, and we do it. Like you still don't want to hear your mum and dad doing it for fuck's sake. Come on now, for fuck's sake. Always finishing these podcasts on the most classiest note. Talking about our parents having sex. Talking about dog sex and parents' sex. What and dogging. Dogging. We've spoken in the, same in the yeah. In the last five minutes, we spoke about dogging. Basically, our mums and dads go dogging. And just being obsessed with animal animal. <laughs> so just to round off it. this podcast, that's what we've discussed. Uh, on that note, I think yeah, we call it a day. Um, <laughs> yeah, before we go any further. Scarlett, thank you so much for doing this because I know you've taken time out of your life to just sit here and chat to us girls, but we love you Loved for it. it. Thank you. And you are an absolute star. You're beautiful inside and out, and really we love are. you very much. And next time you're in Essex or London, us four were going for dinner. Oh, please. We have to yeah. invite David, though. David, yeah, I was please. just going to say. I was just going to say. David is coming for the entertainment. <laughs> no, thank you for this, honestly. What a laugh. I can't wait to, like, see you in real life now. I know. Oh. I've missed you. Bless you. Thank you so much, darling, and we will see you very, very soon. We'll Mwah. see Thanks, you soon. Bye. Bye, Bye. darling. Bye.